0: Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path because that can lead to an amazing view of an epic sunset. Pacifico. Live life. Anchors up. Keep exploring at orderpacifico.com. Discover responsibly. Pacifico Clara Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good! Woo! My name is Bill Matz. I'm your Director of Fun and Games for the evening. My god, that was a little more tense than I expected it to be. Little more tense than I expected it to be, but... It feels good to be 1-0 in this series. It feels good to have playoff hockey back. It feels good to be a team about to make a run. I, I have a lot of notes. I always have my little notebook and sometimes I remember uh sometimes I remember to share my thoughts and sometimes I just want to turn it over to all the listeners but i uh, Man, I, I'm, I'm going to get to all this stuff. It'll probably come up in your questions, but God damn was that fun. I forgot. Listen, we've been in the playoffs a few times recently, you know, but there's a big difference between in 2016 against the Caps and 2018 against the Penguins, just hoping to make it a series and maybe you can pull off an upset if a bunch of things go your way and then expecting to win expecting to win and having that sort of excitement and that sort of expectations following you in as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and really the number one seed in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, my God, that was incredible. I I can, I have barely even caught my breath. It took me a while to even get this stream started because of how fucking excited I am. And now, yeah, 15 more wins. Let's fucking go, baby. Let's do this thing. Uh, A couple of thoughts. First, let's pay those bills and shout it out to Timmy Fitz's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore. One of my favorite bars in the whole world. Uh, They have an amazing pork sandwich, amazing beer selection. You can go there for outdoor dining, takeout, whatever you want to do. And Timmy Fitz is a huge hockey fan, so you know the games will be on. And he has package goods. If you just want to go grab some booze, highly recommend Timmy Fitz's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, for all your needs. Okay, that's out of the way. I am just so goddamn pumped about this game uh it didn't follow it did not follow the script of a typical philadelphia flyers game they actually started very well and then after they scored the goal see uh, the power play goal Provorov seemed to let down a bit and then montreal really came at them montreal is a fast team montreal is a hard-working team they're not going to relent they just kept coming at the flyers and it was a it was a hell of a uh It was a hell of an effort. Uh, Let's see this first comment here because I feel like it's what I'm getting at from... I can't even read what that says. But uh love the W, but they need to play better. Hart was the only one who consistently good looked good all game. You could smell the wood burning while they thought about their decisions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I thought the Flyers reacted a little too slow, way too much. And credit to Montreal. I'm not just going to say the Flyers played poorly. I think Montreal gave them one of the best efforts they could possibly give uh, just in terms of utilizing their speed and knowing their role. Montreal is a team who for better or worse, for lack of skill, whatever we talked about in assessing them on the uh, on the podcast on... Today is Wednesday, so Tuesday on the actual podcast. Uh, we said the Flyers were going to have to outwork the Canadians, and they didn't for large chunks of this game, and that's why it was as tight as it was. Carey Price made some unreal saves as well. I mean, that stick save... It wasn't even the paddle. It wasn't even like he had his stick with, like... You know, vertical. He had it horizontal. It, it, he hit it with the end of his blade. I, I've i never, that was the most ridiculous save I've ever seen, but still, Montreal hung in this thing because of how hard they worked and just knowing their role. They get pucks deep, they win races, they get them back to the point, and in the amount of time it takes for Shea Weber or whoever one of their defensemen is winding up to get the puck back, all three forwards attack their net and create a ton of traffic. I, Montreal Uh, not nearly the pushover I thought they'd be. I know the Flyers are substantially better than Montreal is. And if they win four straight games just like this, I wouldn't be surprised. But every single one of them, I think, is going to be a fight. And that could benefit the Flyers in the long run. Uh, I think I saw a little bit of, uh, just a little bit of, uh, playoff, uh, inexperience from the Flyers just early in the game. They, uh... They were expecting some calls, it seemed like, at some points. And this is the playoffs. You, you don't expect calls. If you get them, cool. But it, that, they took 1-1 one and one at one point on the Farabee tie-up in front. I think, yeah, the Farabee in front. Uh, and, like, clearly he was just in a headlock. Like, he got called for being in a headlock. That's the way the playoffs are going to be. And this could be a benefit for the Flyers down the line. But they cannot overlook this team. They can't come in thinking, all right, like they did tonight. They came in hot. They came in. All right, we know we haven't had the intensity level of, of the Penguins Canadian series. We need to start hot, and they did. But as soon as they got that goal, it seemed like, all right, we knew we were better than them. we knew we were better than them, and we are. And that's when Montreal really started to pressure. Uh, they played. They played a hell of a game. Did the Canadians? They didn't give the Flyers much time and space. Uh, the Flyers weren't able to get in on their forecheck. I thought I noticed a lot more uh, carrying in early then typically they start the carry-ins later in the game. They start um, with the dump and chase and just trying to be physical, wear the team down. We talk about that strategy all the time. But with Montreal, they're fast to loose pucks, and if you give them time on the breakout, they're not going to give you those second-chance opportunities that the Flyers really feasted off of this year. So all the credit in the mon- in- to Montreal in controlling the pace of that game for for a lot of it, uh, but that's it. I, I don't want to ramble on and on. This night is for us. This night is the first time the Philadelphia Flyers have had a lead in a playoff series since game one of the second round against the Devils in 2012. Of course, we know they lost the next four straight. Let's not get into that. Let's just enjoy the moment but also look at what is gonna what it's gonna take to win three more games against this team. Uh, so let's get to all your comments. I'm gonna uh, start here. Chat pause due to scroll. I'm sorry about that. I'm gonna try to catch up on the comments and hopefully get to all of what you have to say. We're gonna be here as long as it takes tonight, fam. All right, that second period was a roller coaster of emotions. It was man, uh, Joel Farabee coming up. That's when I tweeted, "If the Flyers are gonna go on a run, I'm gonna have to seriously reconsider my lifestyle because." If they win 16 straight, I'll probably live, but if they play closer to that 28 range, you know, um, it's going to take a Herculean effort on the part of my heart, which I'm not, not, which is now spelled H-A-R-T, uh, you can talk to anybody, the word heart in the, in the Delaware Valley is now spelled H-A-R-T with a capital H, we're taking out the E, um, God damn. That that's a, it, thank God Faraby scored that goal cuz I might have I might have jumped through the television and tried to play the game myself. Are the slap posters in the bathroom still up? I assume they are. Haven't been into the Crest Tavern in a little while, but last time I was allowed inside a restaurant, they were in there. So yeah, I think that place is uh, enjoyable. Millberry still sucks. Yeah, I feel bad for everybody who didn't have the local broadcast. Apparently, we had Millberry. Um, I did not. I had the NBCSN broadcast, so didn't have to deal with that. Jesus doesn't save as much as Carter Hart. Man, for a playoff, for and we saw him, like, yes, I realize that the round-robin games count as playoff games statistically, um, but holy shit, was this a different animal. It was just a different game. It was. Uh, And this was Carter Hart's true playoff debut. And dear Lord, did he come through for us. If there were any questions about what Carter Hart is bringing to the table as a... uh, He turns 22 tomorrow, so happy early birthday, Mr. Hart. Uh, You are Mr. Hart to me. I don't care if I'm 10 years older than you. Congratulations, you're the man. Uh, One game in, and um, uh, all my questions are answered. Not even questions, just borderline concerns about a 21, 22-year-old starting in the playoffs for a team looking to make a run. That was just so calm, so smooth. Carey Price was great tonight, and he wasn't as smooth as as Carter Hart was. He got into more trouble than Carter Hart did. With all the traffic around Hart, he kept his head, kept calm, did his thing, and it was a vintage Carter Hart, one goal against game. Provi was a Russian tank. He was just, he was everything, man. Uh, A bit ugly, but a win is a win. They're not all going to be pretty, especially in the playoffs. And like I said, uh, am I, like, if we're going to talk about the actual gameplay, the 60 minutes that happened on the ice, am I the most excited in the world about the way they played? I'm not. I'm encouraged because let's say that was Montreal's best shot. They're coming out on fire, having just beat the Penguins. The Flyers are coming off a less intense round robin, and... You know, they get that tying goal the Canadians do. It's, they have a chance to break this thing open and they don't. Um, I think it bodes well for what the Flyers are going to be able to do moving forward, just knowing now the level they have to play at consistently to beat this team and move forward in these playoffs. Hayes looked off. You know, that's an interesting comment. He just did not have that same sticky stick uh, that we've... Seen. Sticky stick, that's funny. But no, he did not look like the puck magnet that we've come to know and love Kevin Hayes as in this second half of the season and, uh, you know, in, into this into these playoffs. He's just not... He didn't look the same. But getting back to what I said a few minutes ago, a few seconds ago, if that's the worst Kevin Hayes plays and we win 2-1... to one, okay, I'll take it, let's all just move forward from here, let's recognize that we were not lucky to win this one, because it took a great effort, especially defensively in the third period, but they have to now know they have to do more if they want to beat this team and beat them, like, not in seven games, you know, beat them five or six like they're supposed to, four if they can, Jesus. Millberry will always suck. I mean, Millberry's on there last night talking during a five-overtime game about how we need three-on-three three or shootouts or some shit. Milberry doesn't like hockey. He's a hot-take asshole. Ignore Millberry. This is the last time I'm going to say Milberry's name until I absolutely have to, like, when it becomes nothing but national broadcasts. Niskanen had a rough game. Sandheim and Myers was our top pair. Agreed. Uh, it seemed like suddenly... Provorov was on the ice with a bunch of different uh, with a bunch of different partners. Niskanen was not great tonight. He definitely wasn't. But again, he's been steady all year. This is one game. If this is the worst Niskanen plays, we'll be fine. Uh, Montreal is a big physical team. Faraby seemed to be targeted a smidge and kept getting back at it. Absolutely, he uh, he kept the feet moving. He was one of the guys who I thought kept his structure. uh, Didn't didn't wilt at the idea of playing on the top line for a cup contending team in his first career playoff game as a rookie. That's what I'll say. He, I mean... The smoothness, the calmness to uh, tip that puck and then get his own rebound and put it behind Carey Price for the game-winning goal. I will give him all the credit in the world for that. I thought he made a couple other nice, smooth, uh, sleek plays. He fits on that top line. He's, he, he's, Faraby is nowhere close to a finished product. He is not the player that, we're gonna, that, that could potentially be in all-star games for us, uh, be wearing a letter at some point later in his career. He's not that guy yet but he is not at all out of place on that top line, and it gives the coach the ability to uh, move Jake down. Maybe this is just because Jake, the, you 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 know, he was unfit to play in the Tampa Bay game. You weren't sure what you had in him, or maybe this is just the coach thinking, wow, I can really spread out my talent throughout the lineup. Uh, I didn't love Jake with, like, in theory, Jake with Grant and NAK is a good line. It's better than the idea of Grant Nak and JVR because it's a guy who can do a little bit more of the hockey as I say he can create the zone entries and do things like that but I just thought chemistry wise there were a couple times Jake was looking to make a play like he tapped a puck for for a pass like a just a bump ahead pass or left a puck uh, for a drop pass and his line mates were looking for him to get it deep because it's It's Derek Grant and Nicholas Alba Q-Bell. That's the kind of game they play. Straight ahead, sort of hockey. Let's get in on the forecheck, be physical, win some battles. And Jake is looking to always, uh, always facilitate some offense, always be creative. And I just thought the chemistry wasn't there. But that's not to say it can't grow. This is Jake's first time playing with these two guys. I think... There's something there that could build upon if they keep this group together. Uh, if they move Jake back up to the top line and put Faraby with those two, uh, I wouldn't hate it either. I think I kind of prefer what I saw tonight, though, but we'll see what AV wants to do. In Elaine lane, Vigneault, I trust. Now that you don't use Facebook, I will watch you live now, down with the Facebook. Yeah, it just became... Just, I'm just tired of Facebook. I'm tired of having a Facebook account, and honestly, the last two times I used it, there were just so many technical issues. I realized the stream might not still be as strong. This is the last night I'll work, like, with the current setup for Twitch. Uh, the, the stream will be improved in one way or another if it's not great tonight. So I'm sorry about it. If the connection isn't awesome, Twitch just seems to require... More power than Facebook did, but I've worked on some things, and if it doesn't come through as clearly as I want it to tonight on the stream, uh, we, will take further, we will take further action to improve it. If this was a hackstall team, they'd have lost 4-2. No more hack talk. No more hack talk, because, listen, a hackstall team wouldn't have Carter Hart, so it doesn't even matter. I'm annoyed at the refs. Uh, That's the playoffs, baby. Uh, You take what you get with the referees in the playoffs. You're not going to, especially as the better team, you're not going to like the way the game is officiated. That's just the way hockey is. If you spend your time complaining about these referees, you're going to spend a ton of time complaining about the referees in the playoffs. That's just the way it is. It's the way it's been my entire life. It's not changing anytime soon. Fuck the officials. Go out and be better than the other team. I still can't believe the Flyers have a goalie. How good does it feel? It just, he was just so there. He was just everything I wanted him to be. I'm, I'm elated with Carter Hart. Uh, strangely happy to see a struggle in game one. I feel like it's a good taster, a uh, good tester for the kind of intensity they're going to need to compete in this series, and they didn't even have to lose to experience it. Yes, this was, this was, both, uh, this was productive for two reasons, this game. One, you win. You're up 1-0. You haven't been up 1-0 in a playoff series since 2012. You needed this. You had to be up 1-0. Let's do it. Let's fucking go! Two, you learned a lesson tonight. They're not going to go away no matter how much better than them you are. So you have to fucking beat them. Beat them into submission. Be more physical. Be harder on the forecheck. Be harder into loose pucks. Win more battles. Uh, I just, uh, it was a good lesson to learn, and it's awesome that they got to learn it in a victory. Felt like they were picking on Farabee. Game two, we need to target Suzuki and knock his head off. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be a physical team and a youngster like Farabee who got worn down at points this season. Uh, you're going to target a guy like that. You're going to target the smallest guys. You're going to target the best guys. He's the right winger on line one right now. Couturier, Drew, and Farabee, uh, you know, he's with the captain of the team, the best forward on the team, the best player on the team and Couturier, and it's him. He's going to get picked on. If we take a few shots at Suzuki, I wouldn't hate it. Hi from Calgary. Drinking a beer with all you Johns. Stressful game to watch. That makes it a great time to talk about Labatt Blue Light Seltzers. Oh, baby. You guys know me. I'm not a seltzer guy. I am a beer guy. I like drinking beer. I like double IPAs. I like stouts. That's what my thing is. My favorite beer in the world is Guinness. You know this. You you know all this about me. But I got a case of these Labatt Blue Light Seltzers, and I gotta tell you, I am thoroughly enjoying them. It is shocking to me how much I'm enjoying a seltzer. Uh, I've tried a bunch of the popular competitor seltzers. Uh, I've obviously had, you you know the names of them. Avid likes to drink them sometimes, there's a few left in the fridge if I'm out of beer. I grab a seltzer, and they're fine, they're alright. But these Labatt Blue Light Seltzers... I am digging them, man. 5% alcohol, so it's a little stronger than, you know, your typical light beer. And they taste great. They have some really good flavors that aren't too sweet. Like right now, I have a blood orange blackberry, and it's not way too sweet. Uh, My other one, my backup backup seltzer here, is a mango lemon. I typically hate anything lemon, or typically hate anything mango, but the lemon itself kind of cancels it out and makes it delicious, so... Watching the Flyers, let's drink Canadian beer, let's drink Canadian seltzers, as and consume them the way we expect the Flyers to consume the Montreal Canadiens. Alright, back to your comments. How many Philly babies will be Carter Hart? Carter's a good one. Carter's a good one. I don't know, might have to write that one down. Never. That could be the new chase. If they win, Carter will be the new chase. Uh, Canadians are a fast team, but as long as we can match them, we should be good. Agreed. It's going to take, it's just going to take, it's just going to take harder work. That's really what it is. They're going to have to really bear down defensively. They're going to have to get in on the four check harder. They have to make breaking out so much harder like they did in the third period today. I will will compliment what they did in the third period in terms of their uh, stifling defensive effort and say that's what they have to do from the start. Uh, They have to get in more, hit them in the corners, win more battles, be faster to lose pucks. They absolutely need to be better in that regard moving forward. Uh, I think next game the Flyers dominate? Certainly hope so. Certainly freaking hope so. Uh, It would be great if they could blow one open, get a 2-0 lead, but... Not looking too far ahead to anything, and I'm not counting these Habs out of anything. I picked the Flyers in five, and I'm standing by it, uh, but these are going to be fights. These games are going to be fights. This is a team that works very hard and knows what they have to do to win. They're not going to go out there and try to outskill the Flyers because they cannot, but they can use their speed, and they can use their, uh, their ability to create traffic and just be physical to, to make it real hard on them. Every time they went north-south versus east-west, they were fine. That ice had so much hockey played on the last day, it was choppy. Let our four-check do its job. Yeah, I thought that was odd. That they came out and kind of flipped the script on what they normally do, and they were trying to create so much in the first half of the first period, uh, and it just didn't really seem to be working out until they get the power play goal. We've seen so much in the beginning of games. They pound you with the four-check, and then they get to the other stuff later. Uh, Montreal was great at being fast into the corners and working the breakout, so maybe they just had to adjust from that. But yeah, uh, considering you knew the ice was going to be bad, you had an overtime game today, you had uh, another game, you had the five overtime game yesterday, you knew the ice was going to suck. I feel like the North-South game was going to benefit you more today than it has this whole time it's been successful for you warm-up that was our first real playoff game and that's the most optimistic way of looking at it if this was the beginning if this was the worst they're gonna play obviously like uh, you know they're not gonna go 16 and 0 they're gonna lose a game at some point yeah but if this sort of i don't know just choppiness sloppiness at points uh not dictating the pace if this is their baseline if this is as bad as they can do hell yeah they're gonna win a bunch of games Myers needed to stop looking for the refs. I thought TK needed to stop looking... All the... Everyone. These guys don't... It's a different game. The playoffs are just different. It's officiated differently. At least we won't be getting swept by an 8 seed. They're not going to lose this. Let me scroll down, get to the more recent comments. G will have a 2-goal, 2-assist night this series. I really hope so. I liked what I saw out of G tonight, but... Just hoping for more. I just want him to cement his legacy with an awesome playoff run while he's the guy. You know, his 2010 run was good, his first round series against the Pens in 2012 was good, Uh, but I just want him to be the guy, and he's not that anymore, but he's still on line one and he's still the captain of the team. I want him to really own these playoffs uh, and be one of the key contributors in every aspect. I thought he played well tonight, he gets the power play assist and the power play looked better than it has, but I I want a little more out of G, but I'm not going to criticize the guy, I think he's been fine. Not all wins are going to be easy, and not all losses are going to be horrible. No, that's, we've seen, I mean, look at the, uh, like, look at the 4-1 loss they had in the regular season to the, to the Canadians. Like, they outplayed them in that game, and it, they might have played better than they did in the two overtime wins, but sometimes goals just go in. We have Carter Hart, not Alex Lyon in net, so I assume we're going to be better, but it's, uh, it's going to be a fight, man. These are the playoffs. This is what we've been waiting for. Wonder if they'll move JVR and Voracek up next game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised maybe if they put Voracek back with Jean Couturier. But, man, I did not love what I saw to JVR tonight. I just thought he was a little too little too casual, little too, I don't know, a little too making turns rather than hitting the brakes and, and powering back. Um, uh, we always talk about, well, do you want your best, like, do you want to... Uh, a guy like jvr on your fourth line on your fourth line you think oh well that's a benefit like he's got good matchups but if they're going to play a certain way as a fourth line and he's not able to be, if he's not able to meet that role, maybe you're better off going with a guy like Bunneman, who, no, is not as good of a hockey player as JVR. Like, he's not. He he just isn't. But maybe in the role you're asking for from your fourth line left wing, he would be better off. Plus, it's another guy who can play a little center if you need him to. Uh, What time is the Penguins game? Yeah, uh, I think they got tea time in the morning. Do you think JVR is pissed he's playing bottom lines? If he is, I didn't see it tonight. Uh, I didn't see enough out of JVR. And you guys know for the last couple of years, I've been a starch, uh, starch, staunch JVR defender. Uh, I, this is the first time I like actively can criticize what I saw out of him tonight. I didn't love it. Uh, maybe he bounces back next game and he needed to get his legs going in the real playoffs too, but wasn't a huge fan of what I saw out of JVR tonight. Be happy, everybody, because the kids are playing. Added point, and it's the playoffs, and they're producing. The guys we've been waiting for are, are the ones who are doing it for us. Ivan Provorov busts open the scoring. First power play, first power play goal of the series, or first power play opportunity of the series. Boom, 1-0 lead thanks to your number one defenseman, Ivan Provorov. Great shit. I'm with you on the Drew as something to prove thing. I think it's totally fair to judge him on performance since first round of 2012. Yeah, I thought, I, I really thought, like, and nothing against Charlie, Steph, or, or, or Kelly. I love them. I just thought they took it a little too personally that I was saying he hasn't really stepped up in the playoffs since the first round of 2012. Do I think he's, Kate? like, am I saying he's a bad captain or he can't? No. It's because I expect him to be awesome that I want him to be freaking awesome. I, I, and I am like, I wasn't even trying to criticize him. I was just asking a question. Like, I, And we didn't even get to my real point because it just got so contentious. I, was, I moved on to talking about Gostas Bear on the show yesterday. But it, I just was saying, like, don't you think he's got a little something to prove in these playoffs? Like, it's the reason I like he and Vigneault as a pair, as the captain and coach of this team. They're these two guys who have tremendous resumes with a big old hole in them. And it's that final step. And... Uh, it's crazy to think he doesn't think he has something to prove. We need Raffle to come back. He makes the bottom six better. Yeah, I would have zero problem with Raffle stepping in on that fourth line when he's ready. It's just with no with no playoff updates, we have no idea. Can't wait for a Raffle return. Yeah. Uh let's see. Thought Drew was decent tonight. First felt like most consistent source of five on five offense. He made some I'm not I'm not gonna knock G's game at all tonight I just think there's a little more there I think he was fine I think he was good Thompson could have saved us all from a stressful end of the game he put up a couple man he put up a. he had a couple opportunities right in front on real good redirect opportunities that he just bunted foul you know uh it, it just wasn't uh just wasn't his night I guess I'm gonna scroll up get a few more con comments did the Phils lose anyone? I don't... I don't... I get Cozy, but I don't get Cozy TV, the local version, so the Munsters were on when the Phils game started, and I said, well, that saves me that sort of stress, of even looking in and checking on the score. I keep hearing JVR to Seattle, does it work money-wise to send him away that easy? I mean, that's... Man, I'm not thinking about that at all. We're we're in the thick of a playoff race. Whatever happens, happens. I've been saying JVR to Seattle since last year, um, but... I don't give a shit about anything right now, other than winning playoff games and making a run for the first time since 2010. Scroll down now. I feel as though Montreal playing Pittsburgh gave them an advantage over us in terms of intensity and readiness for playoff hockey. If you let Montreal outwork you... Uh, if you let out, if you let Montreal outwork you, they can cause your team to have fits, especially with their speed. When the Flyers were matching the intensity of the Habs in the first and third periods, they were fine. I feel like as they get used to the playoff intensity, a team will play better, and that's the hope. The ultimate hope is that this was both a win and a learning a learning opportunity, and they become. Even better after this one, a 2 1 victory in which your goalie was outstanding. Your depth did what your depth was supposed to do. The power play finally came through. Plenty of positives from this one, but definitely, if I'm Elaine Vigneault, I'm not like popping the champagne after this one, you know? Um, yeah, it's definitely an advantage. The flyer, I think it was Nate Thompson and Claude Giroux uh, during media availability, both said they're probably at an advantage in terms of being up to speed in terms of playoff intensity so hopefully this one is the uh is the outlier what do you think of coots tonight i think he made a lot of very good desperation defensive plays i think he was good positionally as always uh he had a couple of scoring chances would have been nice if he buried that one uh that one right in the slot but i think it went a little wide he also put one right in the uh, Price's chest, but it was right onto his pad, I guess, but it was right he was he was under duress when he took the shot. Um, the last the last guy I'm worried about is Sean Couturier. If Sean Couturier is healthy, Sean Couturier is our best forward. Um, he's the last guy I'm worried about. This is Advertiser Content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... Just go to fritolaysnacket.sbnation.com no purchase necessary sweepstakes ends 4/3/2023 void wherever hit here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons each good for one bag of chips see official rules at fritolaysnacket.sbnation.com I think we'll look much stronger throughout the whole game uh, for the rest of the series as we just needed to adapt to their play uh, and we did more in the third. Yeah, no, the third, they, they seemed to really get back and match that intensity. I was wondering to see after... Because after the first goal, I thought the Flyers let down a little. And then right after Montreal scores, Faraby comes back and gets them the lead back. I was hoping they wouldn't let down. And they really didn't seem to as much as they did after the first goal. And then in the third, uh, they they had it going again they looked they looked most like themselves when they were forechecking the shit out of Montreal and the Habs were just trying to get Price out of the net I thought that was the it was like a shift and a half of the Habs not able to get Price out of the net for the extra attacker because of the Flyers pressure I honestly thought that was the best they played in the entire game though that like you know minute and a half whatever that was 45 seconds I thought that was their best couple of shifts of the game the thing is, not many teams outwork the Flyers, especially on the four and back check. No, and Montreal has that intensity advantage, and they are fast. Hopefully the Flyers can match that speed, win a few more battles in the offensive zone, and this is all uh, tonight's tonight's heart attack kids game is a thing of the past, and they win the rest of the series 4-1 every time. You think Haig is a better option than Braun? Wasn't feeling him at all tonight. I think Braun, he gives you that, man, it just seems like when... A puck comes loose and it ends up on a on an opponent's stick. Braun is there to break it up. I just think he gives you that experience, and I, I didn't see too much wrong with Braun that I'd want to take him out of the lineup tonight at all. Uh, Ghost, I thought, had his ups and downs, but I thought he made a ton of really good plays. Uh, a, a couple of fuck-ups, he had that one time where he just fell down. Nothing you can do about that. Shit happens sometimes. Um, I thought Ghost overall was good. Could have done a little more but I thought he he actually made a few good defensive plays tonight. Uh, I liked what I saw at the blue line for the most part. Curious what you think about who the Flyers MVP will be in this playoff. They're winning, by the way. I mean, a team built like they are, it's going to be hard, you know, but uh, 1A is Couturier and 1B is Provorov. Do you think AV will consider G at center as Grant clearly is not a long-term third-line center? I, it's not long term though grant plays his role i didn't i didn't think the third line was too bad tonight um considering it's a it's a new group with Voracek stepping in uh they've been in flux for since the restart began we weren't really sure what the bottom 6 was going to be and they seemed to get it figured out and then we insert Farabee into the lineup. Where do you play Farabee? Where do you play JVR? So I, I don't have a problem with Grant. Uh, I don't like think he's going to be you know here for the next three years as your third line center. But right now, I think you can easily win playoff series with Grant as your 3C, considering what else they have. Uh, I like G out there at Couturier. To me, they are an inseparable duo. They're like Taves and Hosa to me. I want them together doing their thing. I actually find it funny that Hart idolized Price as a kid, and now he's playing against him in a playoff series. Funny how life works. It is, man. Uh, think about how cool that must be for Carter Hart. Like, And he just out him, you know? He just out his playoff. It's not like the Flyers came in and fucking dominated, and they won 5-1, and Price never had a chance. No, this was a legitimate goalie battle, and Carter Hart, the not-yet-by-one-day 22-year-old, beat... C- Carrie price the his favorite player growing up it's incredible agree uh, regarding coots bill he single-handedly cleared like five pucks par for the course yeah i'd uh, i'd appreciate it if he spent less time in his defensive zone but when he's in there he makes plays that way too so i i, I think a lot of guys can play better but i'm not complaining about the way anyone played tonight because they fucking won a playoff game they're up 1-0 in a series for the first time since 2012 that's cool Faraby goal was right time. Clutch. Oh, that was hashtag clutch time, baby. Remember that? Uh, And it's, it's, I know I didn't, I don't want to bring up the past at all, but think about how many times in the past we've seen the Flyers lose momentum so fast. Uh, They've done it now a couple games. Was it the last two games or two out of the last three? Where they give up a goal and then immediately get it back. That's like the opposite of what used to happen. They used to give up one and be all down and then the puck would drop and then they'd give up another before the fucking center even had his head up from the faceoff. So it was uh, it, it's nice to see that this team is so much mentally tougher than they were in years past. Watching hockey again is awesome. Watching playoff hockey with the team you love again is just the best. My dear Lord. Labatt Blue Light Seltzer. Drink it playoff hockey in august i know man it's weird like it is freaking hot in my basement i'm not gonna lie i'm sweating my ass off right now it's weird i am confident av will make the necessary changes to counter the habs play and they said it during the broadcast that's what the playoffs are the playoffs are all about adjustments the habs gave the flyers their best shot now you know the flyers kind of adjusted on the fly and now they have a whole game's worth of experience both playing against them and playing at that level of intensity to learn and adapt to. Charlie's been writing a lot about Montreal's approach lately, heavy shot volume, crash the crease, create chaos. Given that strategy, do you think Haig is a better fit than Ghost for the series, someone who can maybe be more effective in clearing the crease? Yeah, I think Haig has a bunch of roles and maybe he can clear the crease, but... I don't know. I've never really seen him be all that effective at that one thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of the people who talks a ton of shit on Robert Haig. I think in terms of third-pair defensemen, he's above average. I just think with, no matter when... If you create your lineup based on what the other team does, that means they're setting your lineup. I want the Flyers to do what they do and say, fuck them, we're better. If you think regardless of who the opponent is, Shane Gostisbehere gives you a more dynamic lineup. You go with it, and you think Justin Braun can cover the slack, and maybe we have one fewer defender who can kill penalties, but we're good at killing penalties, so it shouldn't be that big an issue. Um, I, I'm not in a huge hurry to change up the lineup yet, especially after a win. I'm not in a huge hurry to say, oh, well, this is how Montreal plays, so we have to match that. Because if you start playing their game, They're better... That's why it's their game. They play that way. If we start doing it, we're at a disadvantage. The Flyers need to play Flyers hockey. Ghost was on the ice with three minutes left with a one-goal lead. That says all you need to know in regards to what A.V. thought of his play tonight. Yeah, no, I thought he... I I thought he had some... (gasps) plays, but I also thought, for the most part, he was pretty damn good, and he could have even had a better night if guys took advantage of the opportunities he created for them. And he gives you the best chance on the breakout with with Hague and Braun you're hoping to flip it out to center and the forwards create a turnover. With Ghosts, man they backed off him at 1 point tonight and he skated from the hash marks uh to the blue line basically. And if you get that, I mean that's a free breakout and it's he's a guy who can do that for you. If they're going to if they're going to respect him and respect his ability to be elusive and beat you, take it all day because that's a that it, it's a free zone entry. Canadian that fell with the with the puck on a two on 0 yeah, dude. The so far and Farabee's goal and Carter Hart's play those are the standout moments tonight. Um, but fuck, play of the series so far in terms of momentum is that dude just wiping out on a two on 0 and the other way it's Carey Price's crazy stick save because that could have that could have busted things open. Uh, but shit. If that dude is up for the 2-on-0, who knows what this game is like. That That was incredible. Tremendous luck. It's great that they have so many options. We have too many good players. It's the exact opposite of what we had going for us. Were you relieved uh, the Caps Islanders ended in regulation, so we wouldn't have to wait until Thursday for Flyers hockey? 100%. And it's it's selfish because I want to do this tonight. It's uh, I had to sit and watch last night, and now the Flyers are supposed to play. I want to do post game. I want to watch my team. I'm into it. Uh, but also, it keeps you out of back to backs. If they have to, if the game gets postponed till tomorrow, that means they play tomorrow and Friday, and that's not cool. You don't want to play back to backs as as much as you can't. As much as you can avoid it, I'm trying to say. Any update on Raffles' injury? Was a time frame announced? They're not doing injury updates. They're not going to be any injury updates the entire playoffs. It's just something that ain't going to happen. Thoughts on AV making his martini with vodka instead of gin? Yeah, I don't believe it. Uh, I think New Amsterdam vodka is a sponsor of the NHL and therefore the. Uh, the Elaine Vigneault dirty martini recipe is really just a marketing ploy and not the truth. But we will get to, bo- to the bottom of this at some point. Would you consider last night's five overtime game one of the greatest goalie duels ever? Yeah, I mean, has to be, right? Fucking Corpus had 83, 85 saves, whatever it was. I mean, Jesus. That was insane. I haven't been this confident with a Flyers team in a long time. No one has, because you haven't had reason to be. They've been mediocre to less than for the last eight years. This is the first time they've iced a good team since, you know, 2012. Hmm. Telling you, these Labatt Blue Light seltzers, incredible. I, again, I'm not a seltzer guy. I drink beer. That's what I'm into. But I've had a few of the other seltzer competitors, and they're not close to the Labatt Blue Light. So check them out. I thought Haig has been good this season. Oh, I, I think this is, I. prior to this season, I thought Haig was actively bad. And this year, I've pretty much been okay with how he's played, and I think he's stepped up a few times and played very well. But I just think if Ghost is healthy and confident, he's just the guy who gives you more upside. He's the guy who can make more things happen. I don't care about what someone's position is. I care about how good they are at the hockey. And Ghost has more hockey ability than Haig. Now, if Ghost all of a sudden goes into a rut, if he loses his confidence, whatever it is that just makes him slump sometimes, Haig can step right in and be his steady self. And it's great. It's great to have that option. As a seventh defenseman, Robert Haig is the best freaking option you could possibly have. But I I'm just I'm not ready to take out Ghost because I just think there's more there. And if it is, that's such a matchup problem because he's going to play third pair minutes. You have Provorov and Niskanen. Niskanen hasn't been great, but you know, he's a steady veteran and with Provorov, everything will be fine. Sandheim and Myers, it looks like they're scratching the surface of what could be an incredible partnership for a decade. You know, for the next 10 years, that could be an awesome pair. And then Ghost, who has the ability to match up with that on your third pair if he's back to what he was his first three years in the league? Uh, that's a shame there isn't a backup bubble to give the ice a rest could be really bad in the east final yeah but by then there'll be so many fewer games and they'll have more time to to set it I think as the playoffs go on they'll be able to manage the ice better but I thought about it today like yeah I think Shawnee Hill tweeted like yeah Where could you find a second rink in Toronto? Hmm, like like there aren't arenas there, but this is a made-for-TV production and the NHL is doing a good job of making this all kind of seem as normal as possible. The production would be worse if they were at a different place. And... It expands the bubble. It's more, it's just more contact. It's more travel. It's more everything they don't want to ensure that this thing can continue to happen. So it's a bitch. You don't, and when you have the late game, it sucks, especially when, you know, a game gets postponed and then a game goes to overtime and all that shit. Listen, it's not ideal, but what the fuck about 2020 other than how perfect Carter Hart is, is ideal. Nothing. Let's get a few more here. Uh, goal at 8.54 of the first period now reads Voracek from Provorov and Giroux. Oh, so they think it hit, I didn't think it hit, a, I didn't think it hit Voracek, so I guess it did. They gave Jake the goal. All right, good for him. Haig just replaces Braun next season. Yeah, that's the most likely outcome, especially with a flat cap. A uh, couple guys you gotta resign. they're not gonna break the bank, but y- you wanna be weary. Uh, I, I like Justin, uh, yeah, Justin, I... Never know. Whenever I say his first name, I'm like, Justin, no, Ryan, no, J- yep, Justin. Justin's the hockey player. Ryan's the steroided-up baseball player. Uh, I yeah, I mean, the most likely scenario, unless they add a defenseman or whatever, is, hey, Ghost, who've played together and haven't been bad, um, become your third pair next year. But fuck next year. This team could win the Stanley Cup. Which 2018-19 Flyers goalie could have survived a five-overtime game? Uh, can't use Hart or Elliott. Well, I just all of them. Just, uh, what, was it last year or two years ago? Uh, fuck the past, too. Fuck the future. Fuck the past. Today. Today, the Flyers are up 1-0. They need 15 more wins to win the Stanley Cup. Woo! Ghost is moving well again. That can only be good. Yeah, we've talked a lot, like, so much of what we've talked about with Ghost and how he's just fallen off in this last two seasons is he just doesn't have the explosion. He doesn't look like that dynamic player and if it truly was, yeah, both my knees are fucked. The one was injured and then the other one got worn down cuz I was overcompensating. It makes sense that suddenly he wasn't an elusive playmaker like he was the first 3 years of his career. So, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that he's like back. I, to what extent is he going to be what he was as a rookie? Is he going to be what he was in 2017 18? Remains to be seen. But you know that potential is there. And since you have already two good defensive pairs, I think it behooves you to find out. Yeah, scroll down, get a few more. Uh, Claude saying holding lineups was laughable because of Philly. We have lineup decisions based on health and depth. And that poor SAP doesn't have that same flexibility. And he's just, and he's jealous uh what claude i don't uh, whatever oh claude julian said that i didn't hear that why can't he be more like his cousin lloyd braun that uh hinkle will really appreciate a lloyd braun so if you're listening kelly that one was for you as i finish off this labat blue light seltzer Mm. blood orange blackberry excellent and open up a mango lemon to finish off this post game uh, what would the lineups look like with Lindblom if he came back? That would be amazing to see if he was in these playoffs. Yeah, I'm just not confident. Like, listen, I would love... Nothing would make me happier in this life than to be wrong about thinking it's crazy. Lindblom is going to factor in as a contributor. I think, listen, and that's where... What? 15 wins, 14 wins away from this scenario... But if they're up like three one in the Stanley Cup Final, yes, I can see Limblom dressing for a game, so his name gets on the cup without petition. There's no way they deny the petition uh, of a guy who got cancer in the middle of the year for his name to be on the cup. But again, way ahead of ourselves. I just think like the idea that Elaine Vigneault and the and the organization is going with is if not for coronavirus. Everyone thought, okay, if his treatments go as well as we think they're going to, he'll be ready to join the team at camp in September. That's one thing. And I know that if you go to the Eastern Conference Final, if you go to the Stanley Cup Final, it'll be September. But there is a world of difference between the Stanley Cup fucking Final and being ready for training camp. I would love to be wrong about this. Nothing would make me happier than if we, if, if I turn on the TV one day and they're like, yep, Lindblom's in the lineup tonight and he, he's himself again. That would be awesome. I just think we shouldn't be counting on it. Root for it all you want. But if you think, oh, at some point we're going to even have reinforcements with Lindblom, I don't know if that's coming. Don't want to be negative. I would hate to like, like, I, 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 like, it hurts me to say this on the off chance that a friend of a friend of his would hear it and tell him, oh, Bill Matz from Broad Street Hockey's a dick. He doesn't think you can do it. I just think it's crazy to think a guy who had cancer fucking nine months ago, like, finished up his treatments a a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) is going to be ready to play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think we need to stop activating the D against Montreal. They are too quick, hence the multiple 2-on-1s. Yes and no. I think they need to pick their spots better. But again, I want the Flyers to play Flyers hockey, and that's their game. The the D have been a big part of the offense this year, even without Shane Goss' bear. And that's a point I wanted to make about Ghost. Um, Knowing that this team is just so well-structured and smart defensively, Ghost isn't that. That's never going to be who he is. Now, obviously, he has to play somewhat within the team structure. Otherwise, the coach would be like, go the fuck home. But he can afford to take more chances knowing that this team has such good puck support. Everyone is typically where they're supposed to be. It allows for Ghost to jump into the play a little more, as we've seen with Sandheim and Myers and Provorov activating. Do you want to do it all the time? Do you want to get caught regularly? No. Obviously, you don't even want, even if someone's back for you, you don't want a three-on-two against a defenseman and a winger. Like, that's not ideal. But I think because this team is so responsible, so much the opposite of what they've been in years past, that he can risk it a little bit. Like, it's not going to burn them the way it has when uh, he's looked bad doing it in the past. That's what I'll say. Hate mentioning the next round before finishing this one, uh, but we may be looking at the Isles after the way they played today. Yeah, I mean, that could be a long series. That one's probably going to be a fight just like this one. Uh, the Isles are one of the teams I wanted to avoid. They've just had the Flyers number. I would. I think in a seven-game series, I'm so confident in this team, the Flyers could beat the Islanders. They could. I think they would beat Washington. I think they're just better than Washington. I think they're better than the Islanders, like... I think they're better, but the Islanders have just had their number. They frustrate the shit out of the Flyers. Uh, but again, like you said, why look forward uh, when they're, they're still going to win three more? Last time the Flyers were up 1-0 in a series, they dropped the next four to the Devils. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. But also, it is fun. It is fun. Uh, later in the game, it seemed maybe they were strapping different partners with Provi due to Niskanen's bad play. Maybe Sanheim becomes the number two. Yeah, I think it's... I, I think Niskanen... Maybe they were putting other guys out there with Provorov, but also Provorov's your number one and he's going to play a fucking ton of minutes. They're going to, he's going to be out there with other guys. It's okay. We could put our second pair out or we could put one of our second pair guys with our number one. We could put our third pair out or we could put our, one of our third pair guys out with our number one. He's got that sort of stamina. He's got that ability. He's young. He's got fresh legs coming off of four and a half months off. I think it's mostly just Provorov is gonna play with everybody because he's gonna play, like he's gonna play thirty minutes in a in a regulation game at some point in these playoffs. You know, but I don't think Niskanen like helped himself to get every shift with playoff with Provorov tonight. No. I just hope the Caps get knocked out so I don't have to hear the name Tom Wilson again. But isn't Tom Wilson the perfect villain? Like, isn't he exactly who you want to match up against in, in a playoff series and beat him and see his face when you've eliminated them? Isn't, like, I just think Tom Wilson is the perfect heel for this league. Like, him and Marshand, who do you want to beat more? Like, remember Marshand mishandling the puck in the uh, in the shootout? How great was that? If that was anyone else, we wouldn't even remember it. But since it's him, it's awesome. Like beating the Caps and seeing Tom Wilson like take a penalty in the third period of the sixth game and we score the game-winning goal on that fucking penalty. That's what I want. I want to. I like. I just. I, I admire how much I hate Tom Wilson. He's he's a he's a product of a bygone era. I I wish Tom Wilson was a flyer. I really do. That's gonna be all anyone remembers about this post game. But I like I like I like that kind of hockey. I do. Unless you, not nah, unless you mean by beat him, you mean, not nah, unless by beat him, you mean in the alley with a bat. Well, I mean, you know. But, like, how don't you want to see a guy, like, fucking level him? Like, how great would that be? I don't give a fuck who we play, we're gonna beat everyone. Woo! I love it, let's do it. Woo! Wilson and Marshan would make better Marvel villains. Uh, like, if Wilson and Marshan were bad guys in wrestling, wrestling would be more popular like that's like Vince McMahon and the Rock right there. They're they're the perfect fucking bad guys. Everybody hates them. All right, yeah, we're going to we're going to wrap it up. We're almost at an hour. We're going to wrap things up here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. Let me mention again. For all of your takeout or package goods or outdoor dining needs, Check out Timmy Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar at the Jersey Shore, one of my favorite bars in the entire world. They have a delicious pork sandwich. They have an amazing beer selection, whether you're outdoor dining or just getting takeout booze. They have that, too, a whole takeout packaged goods area, snacks, all sorts of stuff. So Timmy Fitzpatrick's Crest Timmy Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Please go there, please support them if you are in the Jersey Shore area at all. It would mean a ton to me personally, to Broad Street Hockey, and to Timmy Fitz, who is as big of a Flyers fan as you will find if you go in there and you end up in a hockey conversation with some guy you've never met before. There's a really good chance it's the owner, Timmy Fitz, who's just hanging out, doing a bunch of work. Uh, The best bars and restaurants, and I've worked in a ton of them, they're the ones where the owner takes an active role in making it great. And that's what Timmy Fitz does. And that's why the Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest is my favorite bar at the Jersey Shore. But all their bartenders, servers are awesome. So check that place out. And of course, be sure, drink some Labatt Blue Light Seltzers. Labatt Blue Light. I'm, I'm not, I told you four times now. I'm not a seltzer guy. I'm really enjoying these. Mm. I hate mango. And this mango lemon is actually pretty damn good. So Crest Tavern... Labat Blue Light. And hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. Hit subscribe. Give us good reviews and uh, say nice things about us. Those five star reviews, like we're a match at the Tokyo Dome. And we'll really appreciate it. Let's give it one more. Woo! Go Flyers. Be sure to. This is the last call for Let's Fucking Go videos. If you want to be a part of the intro and/or outro song for the post game that gets posted to. The podcast feed, not this live one, but the one that gets posted to the podcast feed, the one I edit down and make sure it sounds right and then put up an hour or two from now, record yourself screaming, let's fucking go any way you want, make it your own, add music, whatever you want to do. Record yourself, send the audio or video file to Radio at gmail.com. This is the last call for these. And uh, I'm going to edit them together and make like an intro-outro song because there isn't one and there should be. You know, all of our shows have songs except for this one. There should be one. All right, that's all the time I have for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. My name is Bill Matz. Go Flyers, baby. Fifteen more for a championship. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance. Pure design. Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com. Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path, because that can lead to an amazing view of an epic sunset. Pacifico. Live life. Anchors up. Keep exploring at orderpacifico.com. Discover responsibly. Pacifico Clara Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.